How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject, where essentially I've been looking super tired for the last month or so because it's been a very crazy October for me. And um, this month is coming to an end soon in a couple more days. And when I record uh, when I'm recording this podcast, actually the latest I've ever recorded one, it's at 11 o'clock. So I know that this podcast isn't going to be too long uh, because I need to upload it before the next day so I can, you know, claim that I, I upload my podcast on a daily basis. But I will say that the subject I want to talk about today is actually kind of related to what most people do at the end of the day. And when I say most, I mean every single person, and that's sleep. My thoughts on sleep is that I'm not going to lie. I do enjoy it. I think anyone would be lying if they say that in the course of sleeping, if they did it, that they don't enjoy it would be just the most insane thing that I've ever heard in my life. I don't enjoy the act of having to or the requirement that I have to sleep though. So I enjoy sleep. I just don't enjoy the fact that I have to sleep. And that's always been my stance for a long time, for six, no, sorry, eight years now. It's been, uh, that's been my stance. And for for uh, for a while, I used to just be totally against sleep in general. But six years ago, I had... What would have been the craziest moment I've ever had? I think actually, and this is coming from someone that has done many different types of psychedelic drugs, has has tipped their, or dipped their toes into some pretty insane stuff. Um, nothing that requires a needle. Um, I would never do that. You know, that's just that's the the line right there that I cannot do something like that. But I've done some pretty awesome psychedelic drugs. Uh, And compared to all of those things, one experience I had six years ago to this day is probably the most vivid and most surreal thing I've ever gone through in my entire life. And that is having a lucid dream experience. And I've had many different types of dreams. I've had dreams within dreams, within dreams, uh, I've had those every everyone has like the very similar dreams where they die in their dreams. They have some crazy uh, sexual experience in their dreams. Like I've had every different level of kind of dream over the course of my life. And I think most people do as well. To those that have that I've talked to that have never had dreams ever in their life, I don't know what that's like. I, I don't need, I didn't even know that was possible until I talked to a couple of people that claimed that that's what happens to them and I still don't believe it. I think more like they're forgetting what they're dreaming about, but either way, I've only spoken to a handful of people though that have claimed that they can, they've lucid dreamed on many occasions and five out of five have been very creative individuals. And if you don't know what a lucid dream is, essentially A lucid dream is when you are dreaming, and while you're dreaming, 
you become aware of the fact that you are dreaming. And instead of waking up, which is predominantly what most people do, when you know that you're dreaming, that's kind of like when you wake up and dreams occur in a weird state. They kind of, uh, they occur into, uh, there's like four stages of sleep and dreams start to happen near the end of your sleep period. Um, like the last two tiers of sleep. And so generally when you wake up, you kind of just like wake up into like your, your normal day. And it's like, damn it. Like I was having a great dream. I was becoming aware. And then I woke up and that's how it works for a lot of people. But with lucid dreams, you have this sense of awareness and what, and you have this, some kind of ability to stop yourself from waking up. And essentially you're in this really weird area where essentially you're God at this point. Like there's literally, because if you think about it, dreams can be anything. I mean, like even in your, in your subconscious mind or in your conscious mind right now, you can sit there and close your eyes and think about the universe. You can think about like vast distances. You can cross those distances and like, way faster than the speed of light. You can you could do anything with your imagination. So when you're able to do that, but it's really hard to visualize that stuff because it's kind of like in your head. I mean, there's some artistic people that are able to do that when they can visualize these things. But a, a lucid dream is essentially, it feels real because your dreams most of the time do feel real. And this realness kind of comes about in a way that you're able to now control whatever happens in your dream and do whatever you want to do. And I'll never forget the day that I had this lucid dream. Never forget it. Uh, I've only had one and I've never had one ever again. But essentially, I was uh, in Colombia. This is six, seven years ago. I was in Colombia and I, at the time I was single. I was living off the coast of Colombia in a uh, beach city. And I had like a beach house with me, my brother, my best friend, and my best female friend. We were living in his house. And we had just gone an hour and a half away from this beach town or this, this beach city, took a bus, and went to a, a popular destination, which was called Tyrona Park, which is the most beautiful beach. Uh, I mean, one of the most beautiful beaches I've seen. Waterfalls. I mean, literally, just like you name it, it's like paradise looking. We go there, we get really high, we're smoking cigarette or cigarettes, sorry, smoking weed. I don't smoke cigarettes. Smoking weed and uh, we're having a blast. We're just doing like surfing stuff and just like enjoying the scene. And on the way back, like we go there really early in the morning and we come back mid-afternoon, uh, but we, we're spent. We've been nonstop surfing and just like playing uh, like beach sports and just drinking and and getting high and I come home and I'm like, I'm going to take a nap later that night. I was going to go to like a party at a party hostel that I was, I frequented at the time. And I remember falling asleep and I'm, I'm laying on the couch in our living room. And I remember I'm, I'm in a car, uh, like I'm dreaming. I'm in a car. I'm back home in my hometown of New Smyrna beach and uh, in the car with me is a girl that I was hanging out with a lot before I moved to Columbia. Her name was Sarah. And she's in the passenger seat with me and we're driving and we're like going to some random destination. I have no idea where we're going. 
and we're driving and we're like chit-chatting and all of a sudden I start to remember that I was earlier in the beach in Colombia and I was surfing. How could I be in New Samarna? That this has got a, to be a dream. And as I started to become more aware, I could feel like everything around me shaking. Like my, it was weird. Like almost as if there was an earthquake in my mind, but it was like shaking. And all of a sudden I like, I didn't wake up from it. I just, I was like, I'm in a dream right now. And I'm I'm like, I know I'm in a dream and I stayed aware. And all of a sudden I was like, Oh my God, I'm not, I'm not waking up. This is so cool. And so I immediately say like, I want everything to be white and everything disappears. And I'm just standing in the like whitest room. It's like the same white room that if you've watched the matrix, the original matrix, the room that Neo's in with uh, Morpheus, where essentially it's like a pure white room. There's nothing else in there except for me. I'm just standing there and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is insane. Like I'm literally controlling whatever's in my dream and I can make whatever happen. And so my first instinct is to make um, like the most attractive woman that I could think of, like just appear in front of me. And I did. And she just like appears right there in front of me. And I was like, whoa, this is so cool. And I'm just like trying different things, like just making different things appear, uh, like different sceneries, like space. And all of a sudden, like as I'm like, using more and more disability to like create things in my, in my dream and, and not wake up from it. I start to get that same shaky perspective. Like everything starts to shake and I'm like, what's going on. And so I start to try to like meld my creations into one another. And as I start to do that, like the world starts to shake more and more and more until finally I just wake up and I maybe was asleep for only 10 minutes because I know um, I was only asleep for a short amount of time because my best female friend, she was sitting uh, in another chair watching television. And I had asked her, I was like, hey, how long was I asleep for? And she was like, maybe like 30 minutes. And I was like, wow, dude, that was crazy. That felt like a lifetime of what I was doing. And I tried going back to sleep and it never came back ever again. And there are techniques that you can do to to help motivate lucid dreams. You can keep what they tell you to do. The best things you could do is keep like a dream diary. So every single night when you wake up from a dream, you immediately go to your dream diary and you start to write down what your dream is. And essentially what your goal is, is to keep track of your dreams because sometimes they do repeat themselves. And when they do, if you've written down your dream memories over and over again, you've read them and, and kept track of them. When that dream happens again, you'll remember that this was something that happened before and you're more likely to recognize like, oh shit, I'm in a dream. And you'll hopefully stay lucid. And another way to do it is that they have these mechanical devices where essentially you wear like these glasses and essentially the glasses have like this... um pattern of blinking lights that you know of beforehand when you equip this glasses every single day or like every single night before you go to bed. And essentially what happens is that 
while you're sleeping and you're dreaming, you'll randomly see these light flashes in your dream. And that will let you know, like, wait, flashing lights. This must be a dream. Another thing that you can do is like while you're dreaming is to make a habit of always looking at clocks and watches. And so always like, like if you have a watch, always looking at your watch and keeping track of time and doing it again, like five seconds later to see what looks like to be five seconds pass by and make that a habit. And what happens is that that habit will follow you into your dream. And when you look at your watch and you look back at it again, you'll see that because you're in a dream, time doesn't really operate the way that it's supposed to. And so you'll start, you'll see like this weirdness and and like your, the time management and you'll be like, oh shoot, I'm in a dream. At that point, you'll try to hurt yourself and you won't be able to hurt yourself. So there's a lot of different things you could do to validate whether you're dreaming or not. But I've just never mastered these things because as great of an experience that that was, I don't feel like I want to add some new level of things to do before I go to bed. But it really changed my perspective on sleep in general. Like I know sleep is a necessity and something that you have to do, but man, if I could repeat like a lucid dream every single night, it would be totally worth it. But either way, I could tell looking at myself in the camera that I look super sleepy Hopefully, I can have a lucid dream after this podcast ends. Probably not going to happen. But on that note, though, I want to thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. And I'll catch you guys all manana. Peace.